So this is the show. Yes. We're doing the show right now. <laughs> now we're <laughs> Oh, thank goodness. Were we doing the show and we were having the inappropriate Bill Cosby conversation <laughs> yeah. that we don't want people to Ryan, know Ryan, uh, Noosh and Ken missed that part. I okay, I was yeah, going to say, because yeah. I thought Brendan was making things up, <laughs> but uh, clearly I just stepped out at the right moment. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Yes. Thank you for yes. sparing us. So, but this is the show, right? We are now. now. Oh, yeah, are. now it's the show. It is live. All right. Yeah. So, uh, today I had a job interview. Oh, yeah, wow. that guy. At some point in the conversation, though, we were just con- conversing, and I just happened to bring up the podcast. I'm sure you like, happened casually. To. No, I just, listen, <laughs> I am joking. not trying to promote this show when I'm trying to get a job. Why not? Well, because of one reason. You're not proud of it? Are you ashamed of us? I love this show. You don't use this show as a way to get jobs, but you brought me in to sully my innocent Canadian <laughs> reputation? Well I, I, well, I told you, Noosh, right? You, you, you're just a personality on this show. Like, uh, you're just playing a character, it's like a, character, a shock job. Yeah. yeah, you're trying to be entertaining, but then little do we know well, he's actually I mean, like that in real life. She she doesn't know. Well, the, she all doesn't, I know is, well all she I know knows is, that now. She listens to this one. I, when I briefly mentioned the podcast, she asked, like, for me to send a link. And, I mean, I, I was sending, like, other, like, Does documents. she know what the podcast is about? Not exactly. Not really. Do we even know what the podcast is about? We have no idea. We're just... <laughs> all I know is that, oh. like, my, I feel like right now, like, me getting a job hinges on whether somebody is going to be, like, like, this is a dumb show or this is, like, a cool show. Oh, man. It hinges <laughs> on us. This is a great show. Thanks. I can't wait for it to start. By the way, I love that you have an algebra shirt on. Thank you. <laughs> it just lo- and by the way, I, when I say an algebra shirt, I don't mean he's got like formulas or yeah. anything. Like he literally has a shirt with the word algebra, on algebra and on nothing it. else. Well, what? Ha- yeah, I made it actually. And you can see that the A, the first A is coming up. It was it was just uh, like the best word I could make out of the letters that were left in the, in the iron-on uh, pack. <laughs> nice. That's the leftovers of an iron-on yeah, pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get ready. So, welcome to another episode of Ryan and the Masters of the Universe. All right. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm Danushka Kumar Singha, and uh, the analogy that we're using for today, again, one day we will come up with a better name for that. <laughs> the analogy that we're using today is uh, Ghostbusters. The Ghostbusters. All right. Okay. So, yes. the, you know, introducing our, our, one of our hosts, Courtney. Rajan. Hello. And uh, Courtney, if, if you were one of the Ghostbusters characters, I would say on this show you would be the Egon Spangler of the show. Is that the smart guy? The brains, Are you yeah. always yes. just going to equate me with anyone who's smart? Yes. No, I mean, the, not that I really mind, but no, I do have res- other like, characteristics. Well, he is <laughs> responsible. I mean, do you want me to like say, like, like, okay, you're the Chris Hemsworth because you're the hot one or something? I don't. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> You do collect spores, mold, and fungus, though, so it could work. <laughs> I do do that. Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, our our other host is uh, Ken Tran, who, Ken, if you were one of the Ghostbusters, I'd say you'd be Ray Stance. Uh, I, I would think that, too. Yeah. I, I'm kind of nerdy, kind of nervous all the time, but I, I, I'm a hero. <laughs> you are. You're a hero. <laughs> 
the person whose name is literally the first word of this show is not here today. Ryan, where, where is he? Uh, he's got like baby stuff going on. Okay, so, but yeah, he'll be he, he'll be here when we start, though, right? Yeah, when we start, <laughs> yeah. we'll dive in. Yeah, uh, he ghosted out of this one. Yeah. Uh, if Ryan, I mean, if Ryan was here, he he definitely has to be Peter Vinkman, Bill Murray's character. Okay. I mean, okay. Our substitute host with Ryan's absence is our very good friend, known for many many years, Brendan Kidney. Uh, Brendan, if you were, by the way, follow me on this. Not very far, though. Um, if you were a Ghostbusters character, Brendan, I, I put you down as Slimer. I feel <laughs> like you'd be the Slimer oh. of our show. <laughs> you know, the, the, the comic relief, the mascot in many ways. Mostly, listen, let me tell you He why. has those hot dogs in his mouth. Like, how many hot dogs does he have? Let like, me tell you, though, the reason five. why I also think that he would be Slimer. It's because of the fact, I mean, he's known. I mean, this is, like, in Canada. <laughs> I have to mention he's from, he's from, he's from in, Canada. His friends from Canada know him as Kool Aid because he busts into rooms <laughs> shouting, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> right. oh yeah, oh yeah." <laughs> I mean, that is a very Slimer yeah. thing. Well, he's the thirsty people, you know. It's... <laughs> um, our guest for today's episode is now. Now, Jeff, uh, yeah. I, I I failed to even ask you what your last name was. So, Jeff, <laughs> yeah. It's I know it. It's Jeff Whalen. Je- <laughs> dude, yeah. Jeff Whalen sounds like a rock star. Doesn't it, right? Oh, dude. Yeah, it does. Jeff Whalen on yeah. the guitar. Oh, my yeah. gosh, dude. You yeah, are. Right? So, okay. Totally. It's like I, I didn't I even mean, make it up either. I, I, don't, I don't know <laughs> Jeff well enough. But you've seen Ghostbusters. Who do you think Jeff would be if he was on Ghostbusters? I've seen parts. Oh of my gosh, Courtney! <laughs> Seriously, wow. I have not. It was gonna. It. It's gonna be the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, right? I well, mean, oh, I mean, I, is that gonna be you? I was gonna say I'm the Stay Puft Marshmallow <laughs> Man. He is wearing no, a white he's, shirt. He's, he's Winston because he just wandered into a job application, that, that, a job that, meeting, sure, and he just yeah. ended up on a show. Fair enough. He doesn't oh. care about anything else that's going on. That, that makes great. a lot of right sense. I'm not gonna lie. I mean. Half Winston. the reason that Jeff is here is to play the song from his band. He's just here to promote. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense. He would be. Yeah, Winston part of a needs a job. bizarre uh, promotional tour I'm on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, mostly because in any situation, I am that person who's just kind of like bulldozing everybody. I'm not paying attention. I'm like the elephant who's just walking down the road, the, the giant marshmallow man kicking down buildings you're, and you're just doing it with a smile just, on your yeah. face, <laughs> smile on face. It's supposed, something that's supposed to be innocent and nice yeah. that has turned monstrous yeah, he's yeah. monstrous and, and, and no, i no. could see you stepping on a church i could really see that being something you do <laughs> thanks i don't know if, what to say but all right um jeff tell us a little bit about yourself uh, my name is Jeff Whalen. Uh, I'm in a band called Czar, T-S-A-R, uh, but I'm about to put out my uh, first solo album, uh, which I'm really excited about. Now, I don't know if anybody knows this, but um, we're at Cal State Dominguez Hills right now. This happening right, right at, this, at this moment, right now, and that's and when we do the show, I think we're going to go somewhere else. But like right now, we're here, <laughs> and the opening line of of uh, one of my songs from this album. Is 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 uh, says Cal State Dominguez right. Hills, and it's about a girl that goes to Cal State Dominguez Hills, and it's just so crazy that I had to, I had to I had to show up. <laughs> no wait, quick question though. I mean, um, did you go here? Like, why did you reference? No, I didn't go here, but I, I drove by here. Well, this is about <laughs> listen. That's a, lot, that's a lot of people. Like a lot of people drive by Cal State Dominguez yeah, Hills. That's how you know the where it is. On the way to a, like another college. Yeah, that's how you know where it is. <laughs> yeah. Is that there's a sign. Um, <laughs> 
but uh, but no, the song's about a girl that goes here. I did not okay. go here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, anything else you want to share about yourself? Like, Nothing. Okay. Very enigmatic. <laughs> Very okay. enigmatic. Okay. Okay. So, you were inspired to write a song about a place you drove by. I'm really <laughs> looking forward to the In and Out song. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's it's well that, wow. Um, no, it's about a. It's not so much about the school. It's about a girl. Yeah. That goes here. Who happens oh, I, to go? I'm to sure there's girls that go to In and Out. I think I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of the album, though? Um, it just got changed. Uh, it was, <laughs> That's uh, a really interesting name for an album. Yeah, like, like, it, like was, a... it was uh, when um, uh, the label just decided to change it, actually. Oh. Uh, to, it was called uh, Tapes on 10, which was very meaningful to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, love it, love it, doesn't mean anything to anybody else. Uh, so uh, we're calling it. Um, one of the songs on the album is called 10 More Rock Super Hits, and so they thought that would be the good name for it, so they, they're changing it to that. So the title of the album is 10 More Rock no, Super no Hits? No say-so. You don't get to be like, well. No, they asked me, and okay. I, I said, uh, you know, so, sure. I, I said, doesn't that sound like a Greatest Hits album? And they go, nah. <laughs> and I, I, yeah, I was going to say, I think I already own that album. Yeah. Well, it was it was named after I got at a, at a thrift store. There was like a K-Tel album that's called 10 More Rock Super Hits. And it was on my wall. And that's when I wrote the song. And so uh, that's what happened. Nice. So our, our substitute host is Brendan Kidney. Brendan, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, uh, clearly, as I've pointed out already, I'm the Canadian of the group, so I am the mainly the internet friend you, of the group. By the way, but... you know what actually upsets me a little bit? You are, you're definitely, like, my token Canadian friend, but I am not your token, like, American friend, because you have so oh, many. Oh, no, far from yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know many, many of you, and I've actually hung out with one of their token Canadian friends. It's, it's... <laughs> wow. Do very you have unusual. a token that's really, that's really oh. meta. <laughs> it, it is. It, you it should have a shirt that says, meta. that's really meta. <laughs> Please. I mean, the whole too show's much. meta, but uh-huh. we're supposed to save the meta for well, the show. It's you know, confusing. You know what, though? I, I, I'll feel better knowing I'm probably your only Sri Lankan friend, unless there's like a Sri Lankan community up there that I don't know about. I, I'm going to just plead the fifth on that one. Oh. <laughs> um, I... I guess interesting little things. I'm a former beta tester. I worked on Dungeon Defenders. Um, it was really cool for me getting my name in the end credits of a video game, even if That's it cool. was a small indie title. Hey, a credit is a credit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was it was a pretty cool experience. Um, I, I don't think I've done anything else interesting. I've led a very <laughs> boring life. It's Canada, after all. I mean, it's hard to be exciting and have a flappy head. Hockey? <laughs> Hockey. I mean, don't don't make me the one who talks about you a little bit. I mean, I, from what I know about you, also you do Twitch streaming, right? You comment on Twitch streams. I, I'm I uh, currently we are um, between streams, but yes, I was a we a Pokemon streamer on Twitch for a mm-hmm. while. Uh, we held tournaments, we had cash prizes, uh, we had uh, 3DS with a built-in capture card we got from this amazing store in Japan. Um, we did a, bunch, did a bunch of stuff like that. Um, we are looking to start it up again soon. Um, when we do, I, I'll definitely let you know the channel so you can advertise us a bit, but it would be pointless to do it right now. <laughs> All right. Nice one. <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> we saved it for the show. We saved it, we yeah. saved it for the show. Yeah. This is going to be great. When we get going, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I mean, actually, guys, save, start soon. save for next season. <laughs> okay, we're, we're, okay, so Ryan's not on today's episode, right? 
I don't and know. You're pointing at me. Because <laughs> you're, you're sitting in Ryan's seat. He's usually oh, sitting there. Why, oh, this is where yeah, Ryan yeah, yeah. sits. And the thing is, that mic is yeah. so like it's affectionate cool. towards yeah, Ryan. Yeah, it's nice. The, the the mic that Ryan has is really affectionate to the point where whenever Ryan actually sits in his chair, the mic jerks forward yeah. and shoves itself in his yeah. face. So it did that, that to you. It did that to me. Yeah, I, it was very I, I yeah, it was it was like oh. a dog at somebody's house that uh, is doing all kinds of stuff to you. <laughs> yeah, and really you're just kind of trying to get through the experience <laughs> yeah. with some dignity for both of you. <laughs> So wait, today's topic yeah. is astronomy and space. the space, right, basically. But uh, the story that I'm going to tell, guys, is the life of Tycho Brahe. <laughs> Who's familiar with Tycho Brahe? Can I say this? And, and, and you can do whatever you want with this, okay? But I was doing a crossword puzzle today, okay? <laughs> today I was doing <laughs> no it. No way. And it said uh, it was like a, astronomist. Who, who was like severely maimed in the head. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you what happened to me. I'm save, telling you what happened. Save it for my story. I'm going to save this for your show. Save it for the show. Don't mention it right now. That sounds good story. And nice. You're, and you're, you're, you're busting my load, man. And I'm not busting your load. I guarantee you. Okay. Um, I'm great. That was repeated. But, uh, and so, uh, and I was able to solve it through the context of the other clues this uh, this word uh, brahe. Yeah. It sounds like somebody you'd knew, like you know, <laughs> what's up, brahe? Brahe. Yeah. What's up, brahe? <laughs> anyway, uh, go ahead. I didn't mean to bust your load. No, man. Well, I mean, I guess in I guess in I guess in most cases, getting your load bust is not a bad thing. But, you know, oh, there it is again, three I'm, times. I'm the Are only we not one. allowed to say bust your load? No, you can Four times. It. By the way, this is making Canon comfortable. No, it's actually making me very excited. Actually, here's the thing: um, if my, if the person who's trying to look at whether I should be hired or not hearing yeah. this, that just took me out of the running. Yeah. yeah. Well. Okay. So it wasn't me. He's just being it a good host. Me. He's being a good host. Please hire him so he could buy me stuff. Okay, so yeah, the I life. Like stuff. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> the life of Tycho Brahe. Okay, so you guys aren't familiar with Tycho Brahe, no. right? Brendan, you you're not. No. Okay, just all right. Here we go. So who is Tycho Brahe? <laughs> I literally wrote that down because I knew most people tell. Some me guy that. that lived a long time ago. So he is one of the fathers of modern astronomy. Uh, he is referred to as the last scientific astrologer when compared to his pupil. Johannes, Johannes Kepler, who is the first astrophysicist. So okay. really, when you think about nice. the line that divides as, like scientific astrology and astrophysics, Tycho Brahe is and, the line. And, mm-hmm. and Kepler, that was the line. Between okay. them, that's when it changed. So here are his accomplishments. He is the first person to, to discover a supernova in 1572. Mm. Great band, um, great band. <laughs> and he was on them early, which was, that's like really amazing. Yeah. He really, he saw them in he, the little he, club. He, he saw them <laughs> in 1572. A little, amazing. Nice. Little he band. was way ahead of the curve. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, people at the time believed in the Aristotelian view of the universe, that the universe was unchanging and fixed. Uh, and he presented the idea of a, you know, a new, new star being formed, a supernova, right? A new star. Uh, his discoveries show that stars can appear and also die, and he coined the word nova, referring to the, the phrase nova stella, or new star. 
Um, he is the first person to detail trajectories of comets. People at the time thought comets were local events in the atmosphere due to gases. Mm-hmm. Um, he proved that comets were actually further away than the moon. He created many new astronomical tools and devices to measure movement and angles of the stars. He came to two conclusions based on his research. Uh, either the Earth sat motionless in the center of the universe, or... Great theory. <laughs> well, it, it was the theory, right, yeah. mm-hmm. at one point. Or the stars were so far away that the parallax of their movement was too small to measure. Uh, he asked the right questions, but he came to the wrong conclusions <laughs> because he assumed, well, if those were the choices, the Earth must be the center of the universe. Makes sense. So It's all relative. It's the center his, of mine, yeah. Mm-hmm. But what happened to to his face or whatever? Well, it's a story. I know. Okay. I'm teasing. I'm teasing it you're, for the man. You're just. <laughs> you, you got, listen. You know what? Actually, this is actually perfect. That you're sitting in Ryan's. Seat. Uh, is that what Ryan, he does? Ryan is uh-huh. kind of similar. Like, uh-huh. like I'm the guy who's always trying to like set up, set up, set up. Show some meta. You know? And Ryan is always <laughs> just like, let me just clumsily knock down the Jenga Jenga blocks. You know. <laughs> Okay. Well, so when we do it, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll like, I'll, 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 I won't mention that when we, when we actually do the show. Yeah, well, let's just go. Let's just feel it out. Let's just go with the flow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so uh, his research is responsible for the heliocentric model of the universe, but he died believing in the geocentric model, even though his data proved heliocentric. Literally, he died believing in a theory that his own data proved was false. Oh, that's interesting. Um, he did all of this without a telescope. It was invented eight years after he died. Uh, he created many instruments and mathematical formulas to chart the movement uh, of the stars uh, and the moon and especially Mars. And uh, these, were, these formulas were used by astronomers for centuries. The other thing that you should know about Tycho Brahe is he had a very eccentric life. So, uh what's that code for? <laughs> That's code for something, dude. Yeah. Dude, he had like a really nice mustache. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Go yeah. look at pictures of him. Yeah. Was okay. he like one of those long haired, like like beard philosopher guys? No. Uh, oh, is he like clean cut kinda yeah, he was he was no, he, he looks long like, hair though. He looks like the hipster guy that drinks paps yeah. for like two dollar uh-huh. night. Shit. I, I don't know that if you could ever think of him as being clean cut. Okay. I think it's impossible. Right. Was he like flowing robes kind of dude? Or yeah, he was flowing robes. Weird guy. hat, weird hat, weird hat, weird hat. Uh-huh. Always weird hat. had a weird uh-huh. hat. That was actually the line also because because uh-huh. uh, Johannes Kepler kind of dressed a little bit more <laughs> modern ish. Look yeah. at that mustache, oh, man. He dressed That's a little amazing. bit more modern. Mustache yeah. is pretty boss. So uh, yeah, definitely that was a line. He, yeah. he had robes. Yeah. So the early life of Tycho Brahe. So uh, Tycho Brahe was born in Denmark to the noble Brahe family in 1546. He was extremely wealthy. Mm. At two years old, at two years old, he was kidnapped by his uncle, Jorgen Brahe. (laughs) Oh, Jorgen. So so already at two years old, he just got kidnapped and taken to his uncle's mansion. Uh, His parents, Ott and Beat, were strangely okay with this and never asked to have him back. Well, he was taken to a mansion, so I think that's kind well, I mean, of okay. I mean, he was he was already rich though. His family was rich. He's got maybe kidnapped. it was a bigger mansion. Yeah, you know. I mean, I mean, part of it is also that they had a second son by then, so they're like it didn't matter well, as much. Yeah, yeah. we haven't. But if that, if that they have a replacement, but that doesn't sound like a kidnapping. It sounds like a like a long weekend that got out of control. <laughs> you know what I mean? Kinda I got I mean, away yeah. from him. 
But if 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 your parents don't come All look right. for you, you know, then in your two, is the kid really kidnapped? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, Poor, I mean that's just parenting in 1546 yeah. at that point. Really? Like, well, oh, man. we got another one. Yeah, <laughs> better life over there. Uh, Tycho lived with his uncle until he was 18 years old, and he studied law. Uh, in 1560, he witnessed a solar eclipse that was predicted, but was a day off from the actual event. Uh, he thought that if this event can be predicted, then with better calculations, uh, a more accurate prediction was possible. So he decided to study astronomy. Uh, so next is the college years of Tycho Brahe. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is, oh, yeah. This is it's great. It's like Saved by the Bell. This college is great, years. Yeah. <laughs> this is the good stuff. Yeah. So, uh, the Who's paying for this college, by the way? The uh, uncle or? His, his evil uncle, Jorgen Brahe. Okay. Is he evil, though? Was something I mean, weird going on? Yeah, I mean, just, no, like, he not just really. Was, lonely he was, or... he, he was, was he a child molester? He's actually evil if you take I'm, away I'm not gonna, from I'm not going to say evil. I'm joking. I'm honestly, from what I've read, Jorgen Brahe was a better father than his real father. <laughs> oh, okay. He, he never he, went he, looking for him. He looked out. Yeah. So, yeah. The only way to calculate celestial movement was to observe the stars every single night and meticulously collect data on their positions. So Tycho decided to spend every single night for the rest of his life charting the positions of the stars. And part of the reason he was so important to astronomy is because most people would rather be doing something else. <laughs> I mean, literally, he was just the guy who did this thing that nobody really wanted to do That's dedication. for the rest of their life. But couldn't you just, like, hire somebody? I mean, he's all he's get his That's uncle true. to pay he's for, like, an intern just to I do mean, this. Sit you know what, dude? Here, and look at the stars. Here's Jeff Whalen asking the real questions. <laughs> you know? Why can't the rich guy pay somebody to do he's it? He's asking. The, the right <laughs> questions getting the getting the wrong answer though. <laughs> just like Brahe. Still waiting to find out what happens to his <laughs> face though. So uh Tycho was wealthy and at one point he adopted a pet moose. This is code. This is all code for other things. What okay, he adopted <laughs> a pet moose? Some like a two year old moose are, from are, are moose meese moose? Mice? Moose. I don't know what the plural is. Are they moose native is to moose. Are Canadian moose? Are they, moose. Are they native to Europe? Like, where would you adopt a, a moose? I think you'd have in to, Europe. You'd have to get it local back then, hmm. right? I mean, you couldn't like. I mean, Denmark probably has moose get because moose. they're yeah, so high up in. You can go to Amazon. I don't know. That's, yeah. I, I didn't they know didn't have that. A, well, you have to go to the real I mean, Amazon. Pangea is no longer around, so there's no land bridge that they could just they cross over. They couldn't just come <laughs> up on the land bridge. <laughs> I, I mean, where did he get a moose? I mean, the fact that though it did mention that like, the story did mention that he was wealthy, maybe he had it shipped in. Maybe I, I'm not okay. sure. I don't, that's just but interesting. He had a baby moose. Do you also have a pet squirrel? <laughs> they could have had it. I mean, <laughs> but it's like 15 whatever, right? They, they could have had some stuff sent over from the New World. Right. The New, the world. new that's world. world. They called it the New yeah. World. I think Canada was, was settled by then. Exactly. Turkey, mm -hmm. whatever, right? Yeah, I mean, probably. They, they... And just one more question. Yeah. Are we all under consensus that the plural of moose is moose or meese? Moose is moose. I think moose is moose. moose is, yeah. I mean, he would, I, mean, I got to say, Brendan. No, okay, yeah, he, Brendan, you're an expert on you that. You live in the country that. Well, we just call it elk. Famous. That's what they call it oh. in Europe. Elk. elk. Elk is the same as a moose? Yeah. Oh, no, I, so, I, no, elks and moose are two completely oh, different animals. Oh, there you yeah. Go. Fact. Check. <laughs> no, but that's epistemology, though. Yeah, but I mean, you talk about like so, like the fraternal orders of the moose and and the elk. I don't think they the, they like the brotherhood they, of antlers. Let's, they let's don't be they real don't, about the name. They don't. They don't. They're not the same thing. <laughs> okay. So okay, he had a pet moose. Uh, the moose lived in his house and followed him around like a dog. Um, and the moose also eventually became alcoholic because Tycho <laughs> and his colleague friends were always drinking. 
Makes sense. In 1566, the nose incident happened. Uh, so now we're getting now, to the yeah. story. <laughs> the crossword. So Tycho was studying at University of Rostock in Denmark. Uh, it was here that he became interested in his second passion, which is alchemy. It's like a really good neurologist who also is like, well, I also believe in telepathy. It's like that. I guess, yeah. That's kind of what alchemy was back then. Well, back, I mean, those guys, I mean, you didn't know anything what was real or whatever. You always hear like Edison building like a thing to to talk to the dead people. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like really smart people. And you just like, oh, I don't know, maybe you can do this. And then you do stuff, you figure stuff out. And then you go, ah, we can't do that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like you eventually find out that dolphins can't help you speak to extraterrestrials. (laughs) You know? it's, it's pretty much or help you float in space. That's because they are. That was a callback to a previous episode. Save it for the uh, earlier episode. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you can pretty, do it's, that. It's, it's, save it for the best. It's pretty much Elon Musk. <laughs> uh, okay, so he was studying at Rostock University. He was into alchemy. Uh, in December of that year, 1566, Tycho went to a party at the house of Professor Lucas Bachmeister. Yeah. <laughs> these I've names been, are dude, amazing. These names I love are the these best. names. I love them. We too. have. The Bachmeister. Yeah. We have was it Dorgan? Jorgan Brahe. Jorgan Brahe. <laughs> These are awesome. Tycho Brahe. Tycho Brahe. Oh, you're gonna She's love gonna the next one, Courtney. For the rest you're gonna, of the week. What's the you're one? gonna love. The, okay, so they went to the house party of Lucas Bachmeister, and, and there, that's a perfect place to go to a party too. <laughs> he got uh, Tycho got into an argument with his fellow student Manderup Parsberg. <laughs> no. <laughs> Man, they had the best Manderup. names back then. Like. I think for hipsters, these are, these are yeah. the next names yeah. to come up with with yeah. your kids. Again, I just want to repeat that. His, the, the student's <laughs> name is Manderup Parsberg. Manderup Parsberg. Manderup, guys. Wasn't that the, wasn't that the <laughs> rival on Dexter's lab? No, that's Mandark. Very close. <laughs> Very close. <laughs> they were arguing about the accuracy of their own mathematical formulas, and a fight erupted. The fight intensified into a sword duel. And Tycho wound up losing a portion of his nose and had a scar across his forehead. Uh, as a result, he had a gold-colored brass nose made so he can wear the nose. For the rest of his life, he would glue his nose on his face right, oh my every God. morning. And if you so look Michael Jackson up, kind of thing. You know, have He's you... basically Tyrion Brahe. <laughs> Pretty much, dude. He He's had a, a golden nose, like a, had, like like a Bond supervillain. It was a br- <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> and his name was Psycho Brahe. Yeah. Oh my! And this gets so much worse than that. But anyway, but I mean, here's the thing: that it's gold a br- schnoz. It's a brass nose, colored gold, and he mm-hmm. glued it. This picture it. now makes so much more yeah, sense. Yeah, that's. I mean, we'll post a picture of that, but that's what he looked like for the rest of his life. Brass nose. Uh, and he, it's kind of badass. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> He wore a Did brass. Did you notice in that yeah. picture what's in the background? Well, what is it? Death? No. Well, a moose. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody painted a picture of Tycho Brahe with a moose in the background. And this is like an old He's very painting. drunk moose yeah. as well, yeah. I want a moose. Just peeking out in the well, corner. Well, that's how you keep them under control. Yeah. You, get them <laughs> you, you get them drunk and they won't run in front of cars. That's what they do. Uh, for the, so he wore the brass nose every day, but he wore a silver nose for special occasions. Nice. <laughs> 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 Save the silver for the special. It's like cufflinks. Yeah. I mean, you got to be fancy. You got to be fancy. Exactly, it's a fancy yeah. nose. You know? Don't touch that. That's for fancy <laughs> occasions. 
that's a that's a dressier nose. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, you got yeah, he has to get a, like, a, like a really really nice nose for like the anniversary. Yeah, of you course, know? Like, of course. Like impress the wife. Uh, so in 1571, he fell in love with a commoner. Speaking of the wife, fell in love with a commoner named Kirsten, and he married her. Oh, what a basic that marriage na- won't last. What her a name basic is name, Kirsten. Exactly. <laughs> what a basic name. <laughs> you you yeah, guys that's are like cold. Dick John back then, really. <laughs> Uh, I mean, also, you, I mean, she had no last name. She's just, just Kirsten. Kirsten. Just She's Kirsten. A That's even worse. <laughs> so Danish law said that while a noble can marry a commoner, their children are not nobility. Uh, so, oh, but, but Tycho married her anyway. And Good the, for him. Yeah, and the thing is that the Danish king, Frederick, was constantly de- despondent because he was not able to marry the woman he loved. And he had to marry a noble woman named Queen Sophie. So because of this connection that they shared, Tycho and the king became like pretty good friends. They became brahes. Yeah, they became. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brahe. Bra. <laughs> so uh, but the king. Wait, the king didn't get to marry, but he got to have sex with her though, at least. So he. So he. He, he chose duty over love. So well, and that's. <laughs> duty. And I, I think that's yeah. That's good. Um, <laughs> But like, but so, but he bonded with Brahe, who who said, "I'm just gonna marry the woman I love," and you know, kind of like, whatever. I don't care what the repercussions are, right? You know, socially. I mean, the, I here's really the thing about. I want to see this movie. I, the, I'm just saying. Oh, here's the thing about There's a moose. There's a sword fight where someone loses a Bra- nose. There's Bra- a Brahe. Like, Brendan, it gets it's worse. Be a great movie. So I mean, one thing I want to throw out there. I mean, here's the thing though. There's no real repercussion. For Tycho, I guess, except like snooty nobles being like, mm. but I mean, really, it's his kids. His kids don't have noble, you know, like rights. That's the one. But they, they have noses. They have noses. <laughs> I mean, how do you slice off someone's nose in a duel? Really, really well. I don't know. Like, really, like you're really off. good. It's like, like whoops. <laughs> I mean, nice. Well, he swords are pretty sharp. Like a champ. <laughs> He yeah. sidestepped like a, he parried. He was, yeah. I mean, he did, he did like one of those Lucina counters from Smash Bros, right, Brendan? He, he, he tried to do a Neo, but he didn't go all the way. <laughs> True. He didn't Matrix all the way through. Full yeah. Neo. <laughs> so, okay, so uh, in 1572, that's the time when Tycho discovered the first supernova and became famous throughout all of Europe uh, for his, you know, uh, scientific astro- mm. astronomy, you know, discoveries. The next part. Now we're leaving the college years. The next part. Wait, this is all when he was in college. It is all when he was in college. Yeah, his college. Dang, maybe yeah. had a party a little back bit then. After college, yeah. <laughs> My I mean, college years I mean, was lame compared to that. His college years started like he didn't even have a moose around no, 1563, moose. and it. Well, I mean, I guess you could say it's a little bit after his college years too. Uh. Like 1571s when this period ends. So okay, um, the next part of the story is the island fortress of Tycho Brahe. <laughs> Nice. The next logical step. Okay, okay. Step. I, again, right. movie. When is this coming out? <laughs> Brendan, start writing. Yeah. So, <laughs> Tycho traveled throughout Europe to explore. The king asked him to contact various artisans and craftsmen uh, that the king wanted to have work on his new palace, which I thought was a really funny thing to read in like 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 a historic like you know document or like something talking about history because it just made me realize basically the king asked Tycho to get price estimates during his <laughs> vacation in Europe. <laughs> You're going there anyway. Just get me some pricing. I mean, the, the I guess the Danish royalty were like infamously cheap. They're, they don't want to travel themselves. They'll have their court astronomer do it for them. Um, so Tycho, during this time, considered taking his research to other countries. The king wanted to keep all of the you know the research and the discoveries uh, of a famous scholar like Tycho in Denmark. 
So he offered Tycho an island where he can do his research. Uh, the island was called, and uh, p- forgive my Danish, but, uh, or whatever, what, what language they speak? Danish. Danish. Forgive my Danish, but it's Hven. H-V-E-N. Hven. Yeah, that was Hven. beautiful. That was beautiful. beautiful. Oh. You did it perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I, I don't want to butcher I it. I thought, no, I thought it was like you had native <laughs> Dane. Yeah. So the island was called Hven. Uh, the first one was better. I th- oh. Try it again. Hven. Yeah, now you're back. <laughs> now you're back. Uh, Tycho built an astronomical fortress on Hven. I'm loving it. I just I'm like how it. you lift up your chin. Yeah. Like you're, you're really getting into I, it. That's how you do it. That's yeah. how you articulate I, I it. Gotta, it's, it's, I, I'm channeling my, my inner like <laughs> Ikea customer. <laughs> um, so the, the island fortress, the astronomical fortress, was called Uraniborg. <laughs> Uraniborg. <laughs> and it sounds like an evil fortress. It does. Uh, it translates to the castle of Urania. And Urania was the muse of astronomy in, like, Greek okay. uh, myth. He believed he and the other island ha- inhabitants of Uraniborg were gods on the earth. Yeah. <laughs> sure. As you would. Exactly. As, would. As one does. <laughs> in 1576, he forced the commoners living on Hven to build his fortress and his massive astronomical equipment. <laughs> the peasants viewed him as a tyrant. <laughs> They actually took him to court for excessive taxation and forced labor. Uh, the court ruled in favor of Tycho, and the peasants were forced to continue working for free. Jeez. If he wasn't building telescopes, what was he building, this huge stuff? What, if it's not a telescope, what uh, is it? I mean, okay, I don't know exactly what the uh, astronomical like devices were, but they were yeah. giant protractors. I'm not joking. Yeah. He's famous. Like, There's statues of him holding a giant protractor. The thing that so, like has like a point and then a pencil? What's that thing? Uh, that's a compass. That's, that's a compass. Yeah, yeah. A protractor <laughs> is like that triangular thing, right? Is it triangular? Is it no, where it's, it's, it's like sorry, a ruler half, on the top half, and then a circle? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. that. Okay. So he has both. The, the half circle like protractor, but yeah. he also has the triangular okay. uh, ruler thing. But I mean, like he makes giant versions. Did he also carry on like a giant pencil? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Um, about Uraniborg. So the fortress had two mansions, one for Tycho and the other for his servants and guests. Uh, it had an alchem- guest mansion. Yeah, an alchem- It had an alchemical underground laboratory with sixteen furnaces. It had two observatory towers, and a lower floor that had all of his astronomy equipment. He used math formulas to create irrigation canals, and that way the farming was made easier for the farmers living on Ven. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he also overworked them to make up for how much easier he made their lives. So he made their lives easier, <laughs> yeah. but he also overworked them to compensate for how much yeah. labor he can get. Wow, oh, nice. Uh, he, the peasants great. really hated Tycho. Like, that can't be overstated. <laughs> um, I think he married one. <laughs> that's true. He forgot. Where, no, no, she forgot where she... That, where that's, a, came that's a very basic Kirsten move. Forgetting yeah, where you came Kirsten. from. It really is. <laughs> oh, Kirsten. <laughs> um, let them eat cake, right? <laughs> well, it makes sense because you can't be... Kristen, yeah. she has to be Kirsten. Yeah, she, yeah, she so. corrects everybody like, every excuse time. Excuse me, I'm Kirsten Brahe. Kirsten Brahe. I mean, she sounds like she did a solo album, you know, after not, he... And it's not, it is not Kristen or Kirsten, it's Kirsten. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Uraniborg became one of the earliest research centers in the world because most research at the time took place in school. So this was the first time a private facility conducted research, scientific research. And was Kepler his student? 
He eventually, but not yet. Uh, not At yet. this time, not yet, but All eventually, right. Kepler becomes a student. Yeah. So the Danish crown was paying Tycho one percent of the total wealth of Denmark to Jeez. finance this research fortress. I mean, basically, they're just giving him free money to like just do your thing. That's it. It's good to be a brahe. <laughs> it's good to be a brahe. <laughs> <laughs> the the people of so now we're talking about the people of Uraniborg. Okay. Uh, first off, the nobleman Landgrave Wilhelm. <laughs> Land- Landgrave Wilhelm wrote to Tycho, and he wrote to him and told him he was looking for a mythical animal that was faster than a deer, known as a, a moose. A moose. Oh. <laughs> I was say no, a moose. Called a, called a rix. A rix. A rix. Okay. So to which Tycho responds to that letter and asks him whether Wilhelm had ever seen a real live moose before. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> so, I mean, dude, literally this guy writes a letter saying, I'm looking for this mythical beast called a rix. And Tycho's like, have you seen my pet moose? <laughs> Once he gets going on that vodka, <laughs> there's no stopping him. <laughs> did the moose have a name? I mean, honestly, I really did look for a name, but it never. Did, it never did, did Mr. It Mr. Did, moose. Did it say how long the moose lived? Uh, we're getting to that. Oh, okay. We're getting to that. Okay, so. Uh, oh, is this going to be one of those stories where the moose dies at the end and we all cry? <laughs> oh. Man, you're just. You're, 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 Movie's gonna end on a downer. Yeah, you're, yeah. Just, you're the guy who just. But then we see like the baby moose, and yeah. we realize it's like <laughs> the circle of life circle or whatever. Life like, oh, and, it's and, the and, Lion and, King. And, and, but and that is the moose of your random <laughs> So, um, he moose. offered Tycho offered to send his moose over to Wilhelm's mansion for a visit. And the thing about that is that was a common thing. Like Tycho loved sending his moose to stay with other people for visits and get prices that was on his moose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically, people come to visit. Like, hey, you want to take my moose with you and just bring him back in a week? This moose is very well traveled <laughs> and very well drank. Like drunk, drunken. Yeah, it's drunk. impossible to know. Drinking, right. drunken. Yeah, drunk. Any of them drunk. are fine. The Danish word is drunk. Drunk. Yeah. I'm assuming. A couple of umlauts on there. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he was basically the moose guy. Like all of his friends knew him as the moose guy. Yeah. yeah so there's always one guy. Wilhelm, <laughs> there's always a moose guy. I think I'd be the moose guy. In this I think you would be the moose yeah. guy. Um, Wilhelm asked Tycho to send the moose to his place. Later that week, Tycho sent a letter to back to Wilhelm to let him know some bad news. So we're getting to what you're talking about. Uh-oh. Oh, no. oh no. Tycho, oh. Tycho had sent the moose to a friend's house party last week. Yeah. The moose drank all the beer, yeah. fell down a flight of stairs, Aww. and broke its neck. <gasps> Aww. Poor Mr. Moose. You know, I'm some calling him moose Mr. Moose now. just never grow out of their college years. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the moose just drank itself to death. Aw, that's sad. Um, yeah. So moving on. Tycho, they wait, they wait, invited wait. a moose to a drinking party? You can't party? Really revel in that. You just got to move <laughs> on, it. man. It's, just it's the, over, right? The moose I mean, died and there's no other moose. That's it. No. We just got to move on. We just yeah. got to. We, we don't mourn. We don't, we don't do the things that we have to do. Uh, I'm, well, what, can, what do you want to do emotionally? What can we do? Well, give a second to like, <laughs> like to feel. To feel our well, feelings. How's this? I mean, I can't. I can't play. Like, I would love to play the song. You know that, that, that Dawson's Creek sure. song. I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait. I want. I, I would love to play that right now. Yeah. As like a, like hey, let's remember right. the moose. Yeah, sure. Let's remember the moose of Brahe, right? Yeah. But I can't. I can't play that song because licensing. Yeah. I will either find a song that's similar. Yeah. Or I'll do like. I was like, can we sing it? Like we have a professional singer, and Ken was just doing the music. I mean, let's do like a non-verbal cover of that. I think you. I think you were doing a really good job of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, poor moose, blah, blah. <laughs> Dead moose. 
Bravo. No. They, dude, Bravo. They, no. Brahe. 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 No, they, they, Brahe. they invited a moose to a drinking party? Dude, that's da- that, that's 15th century that's Denmark. That's how the Danish yeah. got yeah. down. I'm just saying, as the Canadian in the room, you always invite a moose to the that's drinking That's good to party. know if I ever go up to Canada <laughs> to have the proper etiquette. I hope I can find a moose, especially if it's like a last-minute party thing. They just have Remember, a... you, you keep the moose on the left side of the keg. If you put it on the right, you, you're just insulting all your guests. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the Canadians are anything but friendly, even when yeah. moose etiquette is involved. <laughs> okay, so Tycho, I mean, maybe this is how we got over the moose. Yeah. Tycho had a best friend at Uraniborg. Uh-huh. His best friend was a little person mm. that yes. was also that was also Tycho's court jester. Of course, the little person's name was Jep. Jep. Uh. Yep. His yep. name was just Jep. Uh, Jep lived under Tycho's dining room table, <laughs> <laughs> and he only came out to entertain guests. <laughs> Such was the life of Jep, the little court jester. Living underneath the dining room yeah. table. I mean, here's the thing. By the way, I will throw this out there. I, I was reading a lot about court jesters at the time. I mean, Jep in his own way was lucky because when you are a little person in that time period, I mean, you live a pretty short and brutal life at times, you know, pretty undignified. I mean, and, and in this case, very undignified. At the same time, though, Jep was, did live in a mansion. He had he a lot taken of He was taken care of. He was taken care of. Yeah. Even though his... Human dignity was a little bit. It kind of reminds me yeah. of um, Peter, the yes, the human pet, the human pet, right? Yeah, old episode. <laughs> <laughs> the callbacks, the callbacks. The call- yeah. <laughs> Give it a listen, fan. That that episode it was make, what is it called? Pets. The pets episode. The pets episode, which the was pets. in season in your studies, one. Did you one. One. Is in one. Is it either in season one or season yeah. two? I think in season one. Okay, <laughs> uh, I think it's season one. <laughs> Check it out. It's on yeah. iTunes. It's on iTunes and Google Play. <laughs> okay, what were you saying, Brendan? Um, while you were looking up the things on Jep, did you uh, find anything about the powers they believed Jep had? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, he had powers? Psycho, wow. Yes. He had Jep had powers. Had power. This so, movie's getting better. Yeah, dude. This, I'm telling you, they need to make a movie. Or actually, no, Brendan's telling me. So Tycho believed that Jep was a psychic. Uh, once, Tycho sent two of his assistants to Copenhagen. Uh, during a meal, Jep darkly mentions that Tycho's people were in the water. <laughs> And by the way, this is the, you know. Jeff like, had this way of turning everything <laughs> dark. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's, he's, like, just, he, he's dancing around yeah, the court but... gesture. And then suddenly he's like, your people are in the water. That's creepy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, t- so uh, Tycho had another assistant scan the ocean to look for the two missing assistants. It was discovered that their boat capsized and they were rescued shortly after. Jeff was always able to predict when a person was going to die. That's a little coincidental. I think, yeah. I mean, I you think, think it's a little if we bit stabby, stabby. If we were detectives, who would we? <laughs> you, you think Jeff is a little bit more like I mean, Pennywise than we realize? Yeah. He's small, so he can sneak around yeah. places. You know? And he's underneath know? the table. A little, Where is he? little court and what's called cloak and dagger. Yeah, one. exactly. In, this in is the, this is a little. Yeah. You know. What's called uh, drilling a hole in the boat. Exactly. <laughs> you know, getting but, rid of the assistants. Yeah. Little uh, Jeff and Dagger game. Jeff and Dagger. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. Jeff and Dagger. Um, I will add this one final note that for me, honestly, this was, this is, I think, the, the, the cherry on the Jeff ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff has his own young adult science fiction novel written about him. Nice. It's called Jeff, Who Defied the Stars, written by Catherine Marsh. It was written, like, I think five or six years ago. 
It's about a young, you know, little person at the time, you know, 15th century, who defies his lot in life to become a pupil of Tycho Brahe, etc. <laughs> I don't know, it's... It's, uh, it's yeah. It was a be- I was on the bestseller list for months. <laughs> okay, who's making this movie? Pick a director. I don't know, but we've Hopefully already got a spin. Tim Burton will make a very bad movie out of this. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It will be terrible. Well, I feel like he might Children be the only cry. one who can make this movie. Johnny Depp, you know yeah. the whole Johnny bit. Depp with his no nose. Terrible. Oh, oh my he would gosh, totally be Brahe. He oh would Brahe. totally be Brahe. Okay. Uh, the next part of this story is the fall of Tycho Brahe. Uh-oh. So oh, Tycho no. lived between Uraniborg and Copenhagen in King Frederick's court. He became very close to Frederick's wife, Queen Sophie. Ah, uh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> the queen that, and this is the queen that King Frederick never wanted to marry, Queen Sophie. Okay, uh, I should mention. Tycho became very close to Queen Sophie. I know. She left his nose in funny places. (laughs) You know. He left his nose in funny places. (laughs) Dude, I'm just like imagining that now. His his silver nose wasn't silver when it came. (laughs) He goes down there. He loses. Oh, no. I'm sorry about that. That's never happened before. Oh, you are definitely not getting that job now. Yeah. Yeah, what kind of show is this? <laughs> Dude, Dude. It's taking I'm pretty sure Danish people don't have that accent Dude, I just made either. I, I would just throw out there that Sophie was always startled when he came up <laughs> because the nose was gone. Oh, wow. Uh, Why are you looking at me like that, Sophie? <laughs> You're losing your nose. <laughs> what about Kirsten and all this, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, probably, probably bullying the slaves. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Being a tyrant. Maybe Kirsten was a Jap. With, with Jap, right? I mean, oh, my oh my gosh! Gosh, that makes so much sense. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage needs this role. Tycho and Sophie. Oh, someone that- get Peter Dinklage's agent. <laughs> He's got to do this. So I mean, hey, you know what? That one dude from Willow could also, you know, try to throw his hat in the race. Right? Oh yeah. <laughs> so okay, Ma- okay. Here's here's an interesting t- tidbit. So many believe that the affair um, was the reason King Frederick's son. Prince Christian hated Tycho. In fact, the story of Tycho, King Frederick, Queen Sophie, and Prince Christian is rumored to be the inspiration of Shakespeare's Hamlet. Oh. Yeah, because the story of Tycho's life was published in 1601 and Hamlet was produced in 1603. Both feature trouble and intrigue at the Danish court involving extramarital affairs and revenge. Um, Hamlet didn't have a moose. (laughs) <laughs> well, we know we know which one's the better story. The moose one. Oh, clearly. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, after Frederick died, after King Frederick died, King Christian wanted Tycho removed from the island of Fven. Uh, he thought... Did I do that well? It was great. Oh, Chills. <laughs> he wanted him removed from the island of Fven. Uh, he thought Tycho was a fraud and also because Tycho was banging his mother. Man. So yeah. those two things in combination just pissed off Christian. Uh, Tycho was exiled, and he moved to Prague with his family. He became the court astronomer for the Holy Roman Emperor, Rudolf II. Uh, oh, watch out, Rudolf's <laughs> wife, right? Yeah. <laughs> Tycho, wait, wait, round, wait, wait. Two, round two. So the guy with the <laughs> weird nose worked for Rudolf and had a boost. <laughs> This I'm uh, loving and, this movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at the Roman court, he gained a new assistant, Johannes Kepler. Ah, That's when Kepler comes in. It all there's, comes there's around. The yeah. There it is. We, then we go into the modern time. 
So Kepler respected Tycho's observations and methods, but he disagreed with Tycho's model of the solar system. He was also pissed because Tycho would never share his research with Kepler. Kepler believed that Tycho's data would validate the, the Copernican heliocentric model for the universe, the sun being in the center of the solar system. Uh, there's a bitter feud between Tycho and astronomer Nicholas Raymaris, okay? Or Raymaris, I'm not sure how to pronounce that one. Nicholas Raymaris. About Raymaris, Raymaris was the son of a pig herder, and okay. all of the astronomers were always rubbing that in his face. <laughs> uh, his nickname was Ursus. So nobody actually called him Nicholas Raymaris. Everybody knew him as Ursus, Ursus? which just sounds badass. Yeah. <laughs> he, he Ursus! Sounds badass. <laughs> <laughs> so they both had, Tycho and Ursus, had similar geo-heliocentric models for the universe. They both disagreed with Kepler and the Copernican heliocentric model, but they also disagreed with the antiquated you know, geocentric model. That the Earth was in the center of the So the then what was in the center? Well, for them, it was geoheliocentric. Nougat. I was going to say nougat. I, could, <laughs> I was going to say it was a creamy, like caramel nougat thing. <laughs> it's delicious. Delicious it's center. Of, yeah. I mean, knowing Brahe, though, it's probably like beer. Beer, beer. is the center of the universe. Or moose. Well, see, here's the question is how many astronomers does it take to get to the center? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I hate to do yeah. this. I have to use the restroom. Do you want to keep, keep, keep rolling and then I'll come back? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, the good part about this is I can edit this show. <laughs> so, you or know, we just have, we have a camera follow me also. We could do that. Yeah, you know, no, no. Go ahead and, right. you know, do, you, oh my gosh, this ties into this story so well. <laughs> Dude, I just realized that what just happened ties into the story. We should, just, meta? Le- we should just leave it it's in meta, then. Dude. <laughs> uh, we're going to tell, yeah, we're going to tell him this. I think I'm going to have to leave in this part of the story, actually. Uh, and and uh, you're going to love this, Brendan. <laughs> By the way, I got something funny to tell you. Oh, great. You, Save oh, it for the show. <laughs> so. Are so we all cool, Keanu? Is it, wait, so King Frederick is going to be saying the role. Brahe? We're casting. We're casting. The movie. So okay. Brahe is uh, 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 Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Uh-huh. Uh, Peter Dinklage or Willow. I was thinking Keanu Reeves because I can see Keanu Reeves pulling off the Brahe, Brahe. line every yeah. time. Either or. But, no, this, but the this guy is... from Willow is too old, too. He oh, couldn't, yeah. he couldn't we'll play We'll find a Jeff. young actor to play as Jeff. Yeah, you got to remember could... the guy from Willow was also in Star Wars. Like, he's a little old now. Yeah. He's also in Harry Potter. He was one of the professors. Yeah. yeah. But we couldn't we do, like, there was that terrible um, Vince Vaughn Christmas movie where they had, like, they just didn't, they, they didn't hire little people for the elves. They hired, uh, they just had people. On their knees? No, but they just digitally made them smaller. Oh, okay. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Which, oh, like the Oompa Loompa uh, guy from Depp's... Yeah, Charlie so you could you could have anybody. That's you true. Have anybody be well. Who be, do you think be, should be Jep? Be Jep. Um, you know, maybe like um, uh, Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you know, dude. <laughs> that's good casting. Okay. That is good. Okay. Oh, hold up. So wait, Tim Burton's directing Johnny Depp as Brahe, Chris Rock oh, yeah, as yeah. Jep, okay. Helena Bonham Carter, Helena Bonham Carter's Queen Sophie, Sophie. Oh, sure, Kirsten Dunst as Kirsten. Oh, perfect. That's, I said yeah, that was too so, easy, though. That's so meta. Um, I think that Owen Wilson should be Prince Christian. Uh, okay. Isn't it yeah, ironic that Owen Wilson has a messed up nose? <laughs> yeah. And, okay, I just thought of somebody for King Frederick. Okay. I think uh, Christopher Walken Christopher should Walken. be King yes. Frederick. What I'm saying. I can't do <laughs> Christopher Walken. Any role. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good Any one from Hollywood, get in yeah. contact Just with make us. That movie. Let's do this. I mean, it's not going to be a good movie. I can, yeah. We can but all agree, but but that's great. It, it needs to get movie. greenlit. It needs to get made. 
Oh, the the moose is played by Jack Galifianakis. Yes, or Jack Black. The drunken moose that falls down. <laughs> okay, so um, so what we the last thing I said was the whole thing about how um, he got into a uh, feud between uh, Tycho Brahe and Nicholas Ray Morris, who is the son of a pig herder and is nicknamed by the scientific community as Ursus. Right. Sure. So Tycho published an editorial claiming that Ursus published his model for the solar system after he visited the Brahe house and overheard Tycho telling a guest his theory. Tycho claimed that the, quote, long-nosed Ursus had, quote, sniffed out Tycho's model <laughs> from under him. I think there's him. just some jealousy there about the nose. <laughs> and and this, was, this is something that Tycho wrote in a published article. Ursus replies back to him. And by the way, I love these scientific feuds because they're always in published journals. <laughs> so Ursus replies back to him in an astronomy journal in an article where he says, those were bold words coming from a man without a nose. Oh. <laughs> this is just an antiquated uh, Twitter brawl. Yeah. This, this base, that, that was a Twitter battle. Yeah. That was. The next part of the story, and this is why it ties into literally what happened when you got up and you said you had to use the restroom. I was just like, "Oh man, he got up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll have to wait till he comes yeah, back." Yeah. Uh, I mean, typically our guests wait yeah. till the show's over you, to use the restroom. Yeah, absolutely. You're no longer yeah. allowed to come back now. But here's the thing, though. Th- I'm really glad you did do it. Yeah, because me it, too. It ties... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really relieved. <laughs> I feel. I feel it great. It ties in so perfectly with this ending, the death of Tycho Brahe. <laughs> October 24th, 1601. Tycho was 54 years old. He and Kepler were invited to a royal banquet. Uh, It was a a customary tradition that no one leave the table until the king rises to leave after his meal. That night, Tycho drank so much beer that he had to pee. That's what happened to me. Uh, (laughs) Just hanging out with the moose out there before we started. But the king had not finished his meal yet. So Tycho remained seated and held his pee for a very long time. Okay. And you know how these royal medieval banquets they are. They just go There's on just, forever. They go on forever. You got to diaper up in that situation, <laughs> I think. You know what I mean? It's, you got to. I mean, that is. I, you're I, drunk. I you're peeing your pants, okay man. <laughs> I mean, you already have your nose cut off. Who's going to mind if you yeah. just pee in the yeah. chair a little bit? Yeah, at least uh, you don't smell it. <laughs> exactly. So uh, him. That was a good one. <laughs> it just. It just. It just so <laughs> he remained in his seat and he held his pee for so long that it resulted in his bladder rupturing. That's what oh. happened to me. <laughs> and when he got home that night, he was no longer able to urinate. Uh, he wound up getting a urinary infection, and yep. 11 days later, he died while in extreme pain. Aww. That's exactly what Dude, happened to me. He, so one of the greatest him, minds of the 15th century, died by holding it too long. He ha- literally so, had a bladder splatter. Yeah. <laughs> you should just let him, it out. <laughs> both him and the moose died from drinking too much yes. beer. <laughs> That's the and way it was meant to be. were such close brahes, they went out the same way. Yeah. That's the way it was meant to be. Yeah. Uh, before dying, he urged that Kepler finish their chart, and he had Kepler promise to publish using Tycho's solar system model and not the Copernican heliocentric model. His last words were, may I not seem to have died in vain. Uh, while he was dying, he wrote his own epitaph, 
And so his, his own gravestone reads, he lived like a sage and died like a fool. <laughs> so he lived like a sage. He died he, like a brahe. He, he died like a brahe. <laughs> Uh, it's just dark. <laughs> what happened was that his children could not inherit his property because they were not noble. The courts were not sure who should own Tycho's property, which included his research. Yep. So using the confusion to his advantage, Kepler went to the Brahe residence and stole the data without anyone knowing. Thanks to the data that Kepler stole, he was able to move astrology forward into astrophysics. Kepler's laws of planetary motion are what led to Newton's laws of motion. So, I mean, basically, it is very much true that that Tycho was the last scientific astrologer and Kepler was the first astrophysicist. And all it took was Tycho dying by holding his (laughs) pee so long and for Kepler to steal that data. And there are conspiracy theories about Tycho Brahe. (laughs) Many people for decades at that time and for hundreds of years after that time believed that Tycho may have been poisoned by King Christian due to the affair with his mother, Queen Sophie. (laughs) It all ties back to that. That feud went back a long time. However, there are others who believe that he was murdered by Kepler. (laughs) (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. He did a better dun dun than I did. <laughs> the king, the king, the king, whatever his name was, Frederick died. Yeah, but but he didn't love that woman anyway. Yeah, he didn't. That was that was a loveless marriage. It was a sham of a marriage. It was, and so and if, she was just getting it from a astronomer. She she was like you know, I I don't know if we can blame her. And oh no, I, mean, I don't. I blame him. I think that the son was just really uncomfortable with the idea of. Of this stepdad yeah. kind of person. In 2010, there was testing that was done on Tycho's remains, and it was concluded that there was definitely mercury in Tycho's body. However, there was not enough to kill him. So they concluded that, no, Tycho really did die because he held his pee so long. <laughs> could it just be because beer was made with water and water wasn't always the best thing back then, so it could have just been from that? Probably mercury in the water? Or yeah. That- Still be. Oh, I no, no. About the, no, no, the in, mercury was not from the water. The mercury was 100% from his lab. Oh, he spent from a his lifetime. nose. Well, remember, if he was doing alchemy, he would have been yeah. exposed also, to a lot you're of right. weird stuff. The nose probably had some chemicals. But also, he had that vicious UTI, though, didn't he? <laughs> no cranberry juice, as I imagine. No, no cranberry juice or azo back then. <laughs> no relief. So, I will, I will end the story with this that. I mean, even though Kepler... I can't believe this story ends at, at all. <laughs> at I thought U- we would just always be here listening story. to this story. It ends at a UTI. That's how it works. Courtney, what, what do you have for us today? So I'm going to take us now to the space race that happened between the USSR and the United States. But we're going a little bit darker. We're going to go with a conspiracy theory. Nice. That is it about pe- yes. is it about penises? Is with the no. moon landing? <laughs> oh. that, that is the theory. The moon landing is. That yeah. would have been an easy one, but you know, a lot of people I think know that you know about yeah. the conspiracy. There is a conspiracy theory about the moon landing that, that didn't what? really didn't actually happen. That it that. did not happen. Oh no! Staged. Stage and actually Kubrick, I think Stanley is, Kubrick was was rumored to be yeah. the guy behind it. Yeah. 
behind that. But the he's, and he's a big proponent of that conspiracy theory. But no, I'm taking you to a different and different the, conspiracy theory. Okay. And a reading of, of The Shining, sometimes people say, is a clue to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah I've, okay. I've read that yes. before. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. Stuff like the carpets and things like that in The Shining. Yeah, mm-hmm. And, um, so, okay, so we're starting off, this is before even the moon landing. So the moon landing happened in 69. We're going, we're coming before that. So in April 1961, the Soviet Union um, announced that Yuri Gagarin had become the first man to go into outer space. So right. he, Oh, this, I yeah. know about this, yes. You do? Well, yes. I mean, let's, let's, let's enjoy the journey. But what yeah. about this? I didn't hear about it. It's a good journey. He's not it, the it, dog. It, nobody loses no. a nose. This is the first man. The first man The first man, yeah. the first man in space was a, a Soviet. Uh, yeah, Yuri the Gagarin. first cosmonaut yeah. uh, man. So he went out. And the only reason why I know this name when I saw him, like, oh, I know that name is because he was mentioned in the movie Hidden Figures. They do, they do put that in the movie a bit. So anyway, so he was the first one, and they beat the United States in doing that. But they also did beat the U.S. in sending any – they did send Sputnik 1, which was the first satellite, mm. um, into space. So yeah. they also beat the U.S. there. So, I mean, this is, things course, are really yeah. heating up, yeah. you know. However, this is I our, mean, it clearly didn't heat up that much because it is the Cold yeah, War. <laughs> yeah. But, however, there were rumors that actually Yuri was not the first man into space. Wait, wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah. That actually, there were probably several other cosmonauts that were sent oh. out, but they Uh-oh. just never came back. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, the whole—it's—it's it's really cool. Yeah. So I mean, Brendan, jump in anywhere with what you know. Um, well, I all I really know is that apparently Yuri. Uh, the only reason we know his name is because he was the first one to survive the trip. Exactly. So the you- I'm not gonna lie. By the way, that. At the time, at least, definitely that sounds like a very Soviet. Soviet, movie. exactly. Yeah. They, I mean, definitely they were trying to gain the technological cultural advantage during exactly. that time. Exactly. So, I mean, so was the U.S. But um, so let's let's go back a little bit. So before uh, Yuri was said to be in a successful mission and all of that, um, a few days before that, there was a Western correspondent um, in Moscow that, and they said that they had been tipped off that a successful flight had already taken place. Um, and they even had uh, state TV cameras come to film and report the news, but the news never came about the landing or anything like that. It just kind of, you know, left up in question. So um, there was a British communist newspaper, the Daily Worker, um, and they said that there had... So a- Soviet, the Daily Worker. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so one part of the theory is that the actually it wasn't Yuri who was first hit, but actually it was a test pilot named Vladimir... Ilyushin. We'll just call him Vlad. Um, I mean, your story does not have cool names like Brian. Yeah, it doesn't. They're cool. We just don't know how to say it. Yeah, if I could say it properly, it would be cool. Because Russians do have cool names, but I have the bland American accent. I'm willing to. I'm willing to put money on the line that there's no name cooler than Mandra Parsberg. That's true. That's true. I think <laughs> that, that will be true. my first son's name. Um, I'm going to write Actually, that down. Actually, uh, yeah, you should write that down. Also, I'm going to recommend that to Ryan for his son. <laughs> That's right. He's having a son. should name Mandra Parsberg. <laughs> uh, so it actually would make much more sense for Vladimir to have been the first um, cosmonaut to be launched in space because he was a famous test pilot and um, he had become well-known in the country for all the stuff that he'd been doing. Um However, so what started this idea that maybe Yuri wasn't the first one? I'm going to assume Vlad died in, you know, some mysterious circumstances. We don't know. Mm. 
Well, that's that's the mystery. That's I guess. the mystery. Yeah. <laughs> so it started with um, it started in Italy actually with two Italian brothers, uh, Achille Giovanni and Giovanni Giudica Cordiglia. Um, so they were um, amateur radio people like they just were fascinated with radio so they collected a Gives bunch me of hope, man yeah. i can be i can be in the middle of a conspiracy one day this 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 show's taking me places <laughs> so they collected um a bunch of um equipment they scavenged it and everything and they set up a listening station in an old world world war ii bunker um outside of turin and they called it the torre burt um, and so they were setting up and they were listening to all of the different um, communications, not just from, from Russia, but also from the United States and all the stuff that were happening. So they were just listening to everything. Um, and then within that, they made headlines in Italy in 1960 when they said that they heard secret um, communications from Russian space launches. So they what they said was one of the recordings that they had was sounded like, a fading heartbeat and somebody like really struggling to breathe and yeah exactly so they just you know they were picking this up they didn't know what it was so that's one of them another one another uh, other recordings that they picked up included and this was interesting too it was actually from a female recorded this they recorded it. Mm-hmm. So you actually, can hear it? Actually, can... I was listening to it. Um, oh. You can hear the oh. recording. So one of the recordings is of a female cosmonaut. So one of the first what? females. Hey, is, yeah, exactly. The only thing is, if this is real, she didn't survive. Um, because it's of okay. her um, coming back in and she's speaking in broken Russian. And it's really it's hard to understand. But she says something to the effect that, you know, there's a lot of fire. There's flames. I'm coming down, you know, I think I'm going to die, you know, and it's, it's kind of like that realm. So, I mean, if, you know, evidence for this conspiracy and evidence against, one of the things against it is that perhaps the, the brothers made this up and they were just trying to get some notoriety, you know, just become known. What's, what, what do people say about how they actually got the recording? It seems like that if, you know, we're talking about super secret, like Russia, U.S. spy space. Yeah fake noses you know <laughs> it's all happening that like s- some 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 uh some guys uh you know two guys from italy uh sorry it's a restaurant um two guys from italy <laughs> are gonna are going to you know intercept uh a moment like the, the crucial moment of 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 somebody like dying yeah. Yeah. i don't know well that's again going back to the recordings and uh questioning the authenticity of it one you know, to hear for the one recording where they heard like what they say was a heartbeat and everything, the Russians didn't record or if they did record that information, they didn't broadcast it. <laughs> for a split second, so, I thought you were going to say like, but the Russians didn't have a heartbeat. So that's a whole other you can't have a Robots. Yeah, Robots. <laughs> can't have heartbeat. They're cold blooded. That's the other conspiracy. That's the other conspiracy. <laughs> exactly. Well, so that's one of them. You know, they didn't, they didn't broadcast heartbeats or vitals or anything like that. Now, going back to the female cosmonaut. Because it was broken Russian, one of the arguments is that the Russians were known for, of course, having a handle on their own language, which I don't really understand how that's a real argument for that. But, I mean, of course, if you're from Russia, you well, know I mean, Russian. If you're on, listen, I'm going to forgive somebody for not speaking like their language That was exactly well. my point. If they're on fire. If they're on fire and they <laughs> yeah. think they're about to die. I that mean, was my uh, point, yeah. I'm pretty forgiving. Um, the heartbeat <laughs> thing, one, one of the arguments is that that could have been actually, if they did capture a heartbeat, it could have been of one of the many dogs that they sent into space. 
which oh, is okay. still just, sad to me. But she's in love, though. I mean, you just got that dog, <laughs> just that, just the love that dog felt. Uh, I think I feel more broken up about thinking about a dog being lost in space. Isn't that than just so funny? I mean, it's like, it's like, and did they float off? A la, yeah. you know, David Bowie. Yeah, nobody right? misses the commies. Exactly. Lost in space, it's the, but it's the, the puppies. And the fact that the dog could speak any Russian was just, it was kind of amazing. <laughs> no. I mean, broken or not. Like, I mean, he, he was the best stuff. dog in Soviet Russia, <laughs> and they sent him to space. Yeah. So back to some evidence for this theory. So one thing is, and I think we all know this anyway, is that the Russians were known for, I like I like this term, that they would airbrush anything as embarrassing. They would airbrush it out of the historical record. You mean they lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, they would actually yeah. take it out. So there, so just as an example, there was one cos, cosmonaut, Grigory Grigoryevich Neliobov. Yeah. He was expelled from the cosmonaut program for fighting. And um, there was a picture of him with all the other cosmos. And then after he was expelled, he was actually taken out of the picture. So it was just the group remaining. Like they did with Mike Nesmith in the, the monk, some of the pictures of the monkeys. Oh, okay. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Whatever that reference. reference. That's, that's a wonderful reference. We're not doing monkeys references in here? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, the, the band? Yeah. Oh, yes, okay. the band, man. Yeah, what are you thinking about? monkeys? I, I thought it was a Jane Goodall joke. <laughs> no, 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 not a Jane Goodall joke. <laughs> Um, okay, so another another thing to confirm this possible theory is that actually in um, 1959, um, the German rocket scientist Hermann Orbeth, he he said that um, there were, there were a lot of failed manned space launches, and then according to reports in 50, there was a one cosmonaut that died in 57 or 58, and possibly others in 59. And this was coinciding with information that was coming out of Czechoslovakia because they were reporting the same thing. In 2001, um, a Soviet uh, engineer on the Soviet space program, they did say that what the brothers had caught in tape was pretty true. So, and that guy was never heard from again. That guy was never <laughs> heard from again, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, there's, there's bits and pieces here. So let's go on to Vlad. Let's see a little bit of evidence from him. So he, again, he was a very famous test pilot um, and he held records for speed and altitude um, and he was the son of a legendary aircraft designer and so if he wasn't chosen as the person to be the first man which he probably should have been but if he wasn't you would think he would at least be around you know hearing where about is he if he's not around exactly he wasn't anywhere to be seen while all of this news is going they on. didn't even like stage a car crash or anything like that well <laughs> that's interesting so one story came that he was in a car crash the wow. previous month. Wow. The previous month before. I could work for like the Russian like misinformation <laughs> people. <laughs> yeah, right? So oh, how about a car crash or something? <laughs> this is my best Russian accent. <laughs> sounds great. I, I, I can only imagine that's, that's how Russian they came accent. up with it. Just car crash? I just put him in a car, car crash. crash. Well, so, and that, so he was recovering in hospital, so that's why he couldn't I mean, be really, around. to be honest with you, I think at this point what the Russian, Soviet Russians had was like a list which had an order of all the different accidents people could have, and they just kind of go through the list. Like, all right, car crash, yep. boating accident. Yep. Uh, fell oh. in the shower. You know, bad food poisoning. <laughs> yeah. I just like to Hold think it was pee. a big wheel and they would spin yeah, just spin it. it. Yeah, exactly. Beating, just like, everybody would be like, come on, car crash. Come on, car <laughs> That's crash. That's the easiest one. Like, randomly, come on, pigeon attack. Why don't they let us use the pigeon attack? We've trained these things for years. 
So that's one version of the story. Oh, yeah. They they did several different things, so they couldn't keep their stories straight. Mm-hmm. So, but what's countering this is so they're saying he's in a car crash, he's recovering in the hospital. However, there was in the month before um, uh, Gagarin's flight was that there was a picture of him in cosmonaut suit training. So he looked all healthy and everything. He was like you know ready to go and whatnot. Poor dude. Um, you know, and then, okay, so then they changed the story again about the car crash. So it was so bad. He was in a coma and he had to be sent to China yeah. to recuperate. Yeah. Oh, that is yeah. just, that is like, that. that's like the farm in the country yeah. for Russian cosmonauts, <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, that, yeah. like, he went to China to recover yeah. from his injuries. Yeah. He he went to the great big. Yeah, exactly. Space. <laughs> I was like, he went to space. I mean, literally, yeah. I, I was about to say, he went to the big space in, in the, the sky, sky. Yeah. sky he literally he went, did yeah <laughs> and just didn't come back i mean that is the most literal analogy i've ever heard it's true it's like and you can see them like making it i was like where the we well he uh he went he had to go uh to uh china china uh, china, uh, china. He, he likes he, chinese food was, so uh, we sent him out for takeout <laughs> Well, and then what goes even more is that it's not that he was just in a car crash before this happened, you know, like a month or so or whatever. No, it happened a year ago. He's been in a coma for a year. And it's like, well, no, but there's pictures of him training as a cosmonaut before this even happened. And, you know, him, uh, like, you know, this is weeks before Gagarin's flight, you know, him training and looking perfectly healthy and happy, but supposedly he's in a coma in a hospital well, in China. You don't know. Cosmonaut training could be a whole weekend at Bernie's scenario. <laughs> <laughs> As so many things are. Uh, yeah, you know, exactly. You think, you think something's happening and you realize it's just yet another weekend at Bernie's situation happening <laughs> where they got him propped up. Well, just to, I mean, there's not a whole lot to this, but one thing, which I think if this is true, it's, it's kind of funny that this is kind of all blown out of proportion. I hope there's humor in this because this is the darkest. Yeah, it, this is the darkest season. This, this is one, the darkest this story. This one place was one thing. It's like, <laughs> like it's just this this whole thing was blown out of proportion because one guy was like maybe trying to save his own ass. So the initial story that was said that oh no there was another space launch before this and you know it, it was, it's probably um, Vladimir who did this it was a guy named Ogden. And he he kind of jumped the gun with his story. He had no actual evidence for it. He just yeah. assumed he that it was going to be him. He jumped the gun before the gun jumped him a exactly. few days later. Ooh. Exactly. <laughs> he he was a neighbor of Vladimir, uh-huh. and he know he saw that he wasn't around, and he heard about the space launch. So he just he tried to put two and two together, and then he just never really got the answer to it. Um, and so, but then you know, also he did then write the story about. Gagarin being in space first, so he did he kind of backtracked there. So if this whole thing started because he didn't check his sources, you know, I don't know. <laughs> so we don't really know what happened here. We don't. But it feels right, right? It feels right. Um so that I mean that's your That's that's my, my conspiracy theory of the the lost cosmonauts. So I mean those were our stories for today. Before we go though, let's uh I mean does anybody have any I mean we'll start with Ken. Ken, do you have any shout outs or anything you want to promote or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, I, I plug plug something. Yeah, I want to plug plug myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Feel free to plug maybe, yourself. Maybe maybe go to the another story room wasn't that. that depressing. <laughs> we took it in a different way, Brendan. <laughs> Oh, just, oh I'm, right. I'm just thinking keep listening to the show and hopefully we start getting ad revenue or something yeah, like that. We have commercials well, and I stuff. Mean, hold on. This show started? Courtney, what is, do you have anything to promote or plug nope. or anything like that? Okay. Yep. Uh, Brendan, do you have anything you would like to promote or plug or anything like that? 
Canada's enjoyable. Canada what? is enjoyable? <laughs> Are you that's a- you guys' new motto, right? <laughs> is that Canada? tourism? Yes. Canada. That's, 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 Dude, that's how we get tourists Brendan up here. It's, it's enjoyable. Enjoyable. No, he said Canada. Yeah, yeah Canada is enjoyable, he said. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Come to Canada. Okay. Our leader isn't orange. That's yeah. a good reason. Oh. That's Oof. a good reason. So, Jeff, yeah, man. Jeff I, I know you've got some things you want to promote. So, mm-hmm. what would you like? Well, to- I, I don't, I mean, the, the, I, I just general, I want to promote, you know, just a good feeling. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I want to plug, I want to plug feeling good about what we've done today yeah. <laughs> and when we get ready to go and i really appreciate doing the whole run through just let me know yeah. how it'll be when, when, we, we, actually when we actually start yeah. yeah i think i have a sense of what it's gonna do and i got some really good things jokes? to say i know i'm gonna save it i can't wait to hear yeah. your jokes. i don't know it's gonna be pretty good um save it for this show though i'm gonna save it for next for next show um but uh but no i mean i have a record and it's done but it's not out Mm-hmm. yet and uh but I, I i'm really excited about it and i think it's gonna be awesome well uh, how about this two things one yes when your record comes out let us know whether you're on the show or not that day whenever it comes out that way we will promote it sure okay two what was the name of your record again it's called 10 more rock super hits Ten more rock and it's not a k-tel record hits. although that's where it came from <laughs> okay. 10 more does rock it super 10 hits. Songs? Well, it, do, it does have 10 also songs. So what kind of social media could people find yeah. you on yeah, at this at this point none uh <laughs> the, okay my band has has yeah. facebook and Why stuff you yeah yeah, yeah your band of course here's the goal here's the goal I, w- I would like for people to be able to find you even if it's not through your social uh-huh. media through your bands at least sure. that way they can find you well okay so i stay out of all that because yeah. that's not my thing but um but the band yeah it's like uh rock bands are or something like that on <laughs> on facebook okay if you just mm-hmm. you know google these things it'll yes. work out um we'll put a link Yes, and yeah. then, um, and that stuff's happening. But then I think that that as we go forward with the solo thing, then they're gonna make me do all that stuff. So, okay, mm-hmm. can right. we find out information about you or your band through the record label? Not, not, not so much yet. Oh, okay. This is all just happening. Hey, oh. dude, maybe they'll <laughs> maybe they'll give you a job. Maybe. maybe, maybe. Well, I mean, I will promote. Uh, Two things. One is a very uh, special happy birthday shout out to one of our very good friends, JB. JB, happy birthday. So happy birthday, JB. Yay. Um, Yay. The other thing I'll promote is uh, once again, (laughs) (laughs) looking for a job. Good one. (laughs) Yeah. That's great. That's That's it. Yeah. Uh, and then we've mentioned before, yeah, we're on iTunes now and Google Play. Yep. Leave us reviews so we can maybe start yeah. getting some traction. I mean, honestly, guys, if you have opinions about us, whether good or bad, go ahead and put them out Email there. Email us the bad. But good. Post good. the good yeah, on, I mean, on iTunes. No, I'm I mean, no, whatever just it is. Whatever you, whatever you want to do, you can do. But I, I will say this. Definitely, we... We are a show that has steadily improved over time. I mean, in the course of a year, we've definitely improved greatly. And we're looking forward to the opportunity to continue to grow, continue to improve. Um, so if you do have feedback for us on how we can improve the show, please let us know. I mean, even if you have specific feedback, like, oh, you don't like the way the show moves from story to story or just like the structure of it, let us know. We, we're always looking to improve our show and, and solidify something great. So, um, And if you have great, you know, good feedback feel free to put that on put itunes that on yeah, exactly. and comment and like and subscribe and swipe right and all that good <laughs> and our stuff. email is ryan and at gmail.com yep um and our website is ryan uh dot libsyn l-i-b-s-y-n dot com 
So uh, she'd be taking notes, Jeff. So you that's know a mouthful. I love that that, that <laughs> website address. So uh, you know, a, a special thank you to our our guest Jeff Whalen for yeah, joining us today. Of course, our our substitute host Brennan Kidney for for filling Ooh. in for Ryan Yay. today. Um, so that was our episode. The song that we're going to be ending on today is the song Jendi by uh, Jeff Whalen. Uh, by me, yeah. By <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I know that guy. This is, this is exciting. <laughs> yeah, so thank you for joining us today, guys, and we will see you next week on the show. Um, take care and see you later. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
Ryan and Usher Dead is made possible thanks to KDHR, the student-operated radio station of California State University, Dominguez Hills. For more information about KDHR, please visit www.kdhr.net. The intro song for this show is Space Ace by Blind. The intermission songs are Brambles in the Breeze by Protricity, Lost in Time by Your Daily Water, an expert novice, and Radical Dreamer's Angelic Mix by Tim Shihai. This music is made available thanks to Overclocked Remix. For more information, please visit ocremix.org.